Hello and welcome to a new to a new episode of the podcast Self Evolution Regardless. So I know it's been a while and my lazy ass hasn't been recording episodes on the podcast. I know. Don't get me started on this. There's been so much going on and I I have been preparing content, but a lot of things are going on at the same time, so I didn't wanna I didn't wanna feel like I was missing out on recording episodes and being such a lazy ass. So I decided to record and here we go. Um in this episode we're gonna be talking about animal abuse. Now I don't have much of like uh, scientific supporting details to this topic in particular but there's a lot of personal experience that goes with this and specifically in narcissistic relationships now whichever kind of narcissistic relationship you may have been through so many times um there's that aspect of control and dominance and wanting to be at the top of the food chain and you having to be at almost the end of it where you're constantly scrutinized over the smallest and even most negligible things you do. Um, and it doesn't just follow you throughout your daily life doing your mundane uh, daily stuff that you always do, but it's also even to the point where if you or the narcissist gets a pet um, and, well, let's get this party started, shall we? So, um, we all know that, well, I pretty much mentioned this, so many times before in the previous episodes that the narcissist has a huge, huge demand for uh, attention, admiration, validation, and praise so much of the time. And uh, the arrogance as well as the grandiosity that plays that play a huge role in this personality uh, dysfunction. I'm going to highlight these. Um, oh, and also exploitation. So these traits of the uh, narcissist are going to be mostly uh, the, the most highlighted traits that we're going to be talking about in this episode specifically because uh, they are very much used in... Abusing a human being that's just as equal as them, but of of course they're used as a slave, or literally a pet. Now, from my personal experience when it comes to this, I had a few cats, kittens, and they grew up to be the most wonderful cats. But... Every time um, something happened, um, and uh, so let me trace back the memory lane of sad memories of having pets. And, uh, 
so the first cat was Kiwi. Uh, I named him Kiwi. The second was I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, she was so he he was uh, striped and kind of like um, the uh, the. Mongolian, I think it's called race. Very, very adorable. I think the second one were actually supposed to be four, but uh, three died and one of them only was left. And then finally a black and white one. So the second one is Pamela, and the third one is Black, because I called her Black, because <laughs> she was so adorable. She had these white paws, and her chest was white, and her eyes were green. She was so adorable. Okay, um, so all in all, I am a huge cat person, and I love cats. Uh, dogs, I'm just a bit afraid of them. Maybe one day if I adopt a dog, maybe I'll get used to them gradually. But yeah, um, so so basically, uh, the first one um, we got it from my aunt's house, and her neighbor actually uh, gave me the cat. And I was never happier. I was thrilled to actually have my first cat and name it myself. Um, so we all know that a pet needs petting, needs time to sleep, needs time to eat, and care and playfulness and joy. Because really, pets do a whole lot of that. And they add so much joy and so much warmth, so much warmth to the household. Um, and so much playfulness. They're just really awesome creatures to have. So, at the time... I used to always be the one who would spend the most time around uh, all three of them, all three of my cats. Um, and so the first one, when he started growing up, I didn't even have consent over this because I was in my teen years. And I guess being the youngest was something that I wasn't really hugely concerned because it didn't matter what I had to say. It didn't matter if I disobeyed or not. Um, as I remember at that point, my flying monkey sister had her friend come over and maybe they talked or they communicated beforehand. But um, when he was growing up, they figured it's going to be tiring for me to shower the cat because uh, his claws were 
growing really sharp and something that we should have done at the time was trim his nails so that at least when um i shower the cat or i bathe the cat um he doesn't uh how do i say it scratch me much he doesn't injure me much but that's part of the daily routine it's an adventure having to uh shower cats <laughs> but anyway i enjoyed it regardless um the cutest thing ever is that after the bath when i turn on the blow dryer it's like <laughs> it's like there's a huge wind and they're trying to walk <laughs> at the opposite direction of the wind so it's like it's so funny but and anyway um and so basically um I don't know if I even participated in this. I may have agreed because I didn't know at the time how to say no and how to maintain my word. He had a lot of times, there were a lot of times when he left the house. And when I wasn't there, uh, when I was studying, um, sometimes he'd leave the house. But it's, it wouldn't be for so long, like, it would only be just for, like, like a, like a couple of, um, hours and then come back. Because our neighborhood is extremely boring and dusty and just, and there's no, like, interesting, uh, place to stay in, so he goes back, he goes out and then comes home, which is, I don't really think it's something, uh, that pets would love to do but um because i kind of was teaching him um how to well i didn't actually like do this on purpose like i was just discovering how he would react every time like uh I was teaching him how to use his claws and how to hiss a lot. But he would do that on me. And and it hurt me so much. And I regret it to this day. I shouldn't have done that shit. It's terrible. But then, back to the main um, topic. So, my golden... I'm a golden child. Uh, my flying monkey sister decided to get her friend over and he had his car and she was carrying him um oh and at the time sorry just opening the parentheses one more time at the time also we lived like at the uh second floor and because we had uh renters in the villa so we went upstairs and i would do this terrible terrible thing i would hug my cat in my arms but look up from the balcony so so terrible i don't even want you to imagine his reaction like he was grabbing onto my shirt so tightly and 
like he was really terrified um but i just only did that once and like that's it like i never did it anymore i i don't know what the fuck was wrong with me at the time so weird man when i look back at that i wish i could go back in time and slap myself twice in the cheeks and tell me stop doing that stop freaking the cat out so obviously it was something nobody in their sane mind would do so back to the main topic again uh she was carrying the cat and um her friend was outside of the car and they were talking and i guess she sold him the cat because there was some sort of a trading going on i didn't notice like i didn't uh spy on them or like focus too much to see everything going on but uh they had some time talking and she basically either gave him away or traded him for somebody but that was it was out of her uh suggestion completely um out of her own doing and she only told me about it when it's already confirmed and at the very last second so i only knew about this at the very last second even though i was the one who spent the most time with kiwi and the one who took care of him most of the time sometimes i'd ask for help when i'm showering him because he gets a little uh violent because he has huge fear of water and it's ordinary for cats to be afraid of water we haven't trained him to be not afraid of water but you know but uh anyway so yeah most of the time it would be me playing with him sleeping with him um taking care of him showering him feeding him it was only me like it was most of the time me so that was the first one and how he was gone um the second cat we had a stranger cat came into our house and she gave birth to these adorable most adorable four cat four kittens in the middle of winter okay it was raining heavily already and the weather wasn't even stable so one day it'd be sunny the next would be windy the next would be rainy so it's like really just turbulence um and so she was their mother so obviously she has the right to protect her kittens now i didn't know about it at first but i definitely smelled a strong smell of like cat birth and uh they had her move away from the spot where she gave birth uh initially i think they put her in this like small niche uh next to the garden uh where she would be protected where she and her kittens would be protected because they need to be fed and kept warm and all the jigs um so 
so yeah, it's that was pretty decent. Um, and every time I came home from studies, I would go back to the garden excitedly with all the freaking excitement you can imagine. Just go back to their to the to the to the their place, the garden basically in the niche, and check on them and uh, play with them and um. you know just uh, even get some get them some water or milk especially like the mom because she's always out uh, the poor mother always out trying to get some food from the garbage unfortunately Um, and I wanted to give her food that was clean and well-cooked germ-free and delicious from our house but Obviously, I was never permitted to do that because it was always the control of the narcs around, so I didn't have any word about that. And then one day, it was storming, like literally like thunder. It was raining really, really heavily, and it was already early in the morning. And at the time, I had to go to school real fast because it was already going to be late, and so I had to go. Um, I did not provide them with food as, as bad as I wanted to, and I just wanted to check on them and see if they're okay, and then just had to go because I figured, hey, if I'm going to go study, maybe... My own parents are staying at home, or my one of my siblings who's staying at home will take care of them. So I just thought about it that way. And the tragedy happened when I came home to realize that uh, three, actually the first one who I named Kiara, was... My most adorable kitten, um, she was black and white, like white with black uh, gray spots, and she had the bluest, most beautiful eyes, but she also had like, uh, you know, some like booger that was stuck around her eyes, and I spent some time trying to clean that out because it would help her see better. I didn't, I wasn't grossed out or anything, I just, my full intention was to help out my kittens have a better vision and i helped all three of them and they were fine they were playing they were you know just running around they were really happy innocent animals so when i came home it was the tragedy kiara was the first one to pass away and then the so so there were four kiara was the white one with the gray spots two blondes and Pamela, like the race, the striped and green and gray. Okay, oh, um, just one thing I'd like to mention about Kiwi was that his tail was not long. It was like crippled, like it was short, teeny, teeny, teeny tiny tail. <laughs> and, um... You know, it's so cute. But I uh, just wanted to mention that. 
Um, and so basically, I don't remember what I called her brothers or sisters because sometimes I can't distinguish between a female and a male. I know that a female has six nipples and a male doesn't. I think uh, Kiara and Pamela were both females, but the two blondes, I don't remember. I think they were both males. I don't remember exactly. But they were terribly shaking and fragile and looking like they will not survive any other day. They were, they weren't able to eat at all and shaking and I think maybe having fever and diarrhea and it was just terrible to see them. The first thing I suggested was let's get them to the vet, you know, just get them checked out and have them get medicated properly like just let's do this like they need to survive and there are four kittens and I didn't want to lose any of them and since Kiara died now I have three at least you know so I really insisted on having them carrying them to the vet you know because we do have one here in our region and it's 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 basically a doctor specialized in taking care of animals. But of course, I was never heard. I was never really uh, given any attention to. I was constantly ignored every, every time I mentioned a vet. I would either receive a rage a wave of rage or a silent treatment or a sarcastic comment or a side stare or any type of shit that would just <sighs> just have me go what the fuck like why like don't you have fucking empathy so and then the two blondes died and I cannot believe I'm not crying right now because it's really touched me so so badly um so yeah so the two blonde kittens died after like even like the next day I've either after like one or two days most and then Pamela survived so Pamela was kind of like a little fat but she was really playful and sweet and she would eat well she would have her time to sleep she would just be the most amazing kitten ever like i just love kittens so unconditionally like i don't care how they look or which one is better i don't really look at it that way all kittens are amazing for me. They're like fucking children to me. So having those three kittens died is like having my own children dying. By the way, my reaction at the time when I came home to check on the kittens, didn't find anything, didn't find their niche, didn't find them playing. I was shocked and I was in panic mode and I just kept asking and screaming like, what's going on? What's going on? What's happened? Like, what's, what happened? What happened? 
And then my golden child sister told me uh, they passed away and went to heaven. And immediately I exploded crying. Okay, like I didn't hold off any tears. It was so painful and tragic. Um, their death. It's like having your children die and you're not even aware of it. And you only like know when it's too late. So, later on, Pamela was such an amazing kitten. She grew up to be an amazing cat. Who then, um, my narcissistic mother uh, decided to, for whatever reason, I don't know, she would also go out of the house a few times at this point. And she would be in heat, I noticed. She wanted to be fucked because she was horny. And so she would go out for a few hours and then come back home. And then for whatever reason, just, I didn't even know, I didn't even agree on this, of course, but I, I did it anyway. Uh, I was told by my narcissistic mother to give her a, uh, a pack of small fish, like the, not, not even tuna. Tuna would be a luxury to this, but this was like a small can, yeah, fish can. The very tiny fish can. Um, I th I didn't even give her. I didn't even give her this. Uh, she made this herself. Uh, what she did then was get some loaf of bread. Um, uh, you know, I, I fucking forgot the verb. Splunge it in the oil and the fish just have some small pieces of bread floating around that oil and that fish i don't even know what kind of recipe that is and then and then she would put it away in the outside so it was in the um front yard and then at night so she she put this at like sunset and our cat wasn't even hungry at the time she was already not feeling well uh one time she ate i think no that wasn't her that was kiwi he ate a he drank a spoiled milk that was left uh, under the sun for the whole morning and obviously it was contaminated and he had diarrhea and instead of taking him to the vet carelessly was left to be sick like that and uh, then they just had to give it away like as simple as that um, then came it came to Pamela and she was giving her this food and 
and it was sunset when she gave her this. Already she wasn't eating well, like she didn't feel that she was well, maybe she was starting to get sick. Then it rained that night and she ate that food, unfortunately. So when she ate that food, she was throwing up everywhere, she had diarrhea, she didn't eat anything later on. And then in the blink of an eye, they had to get rid of her because she was a burden now that she was sick. They didn't take her to the vet, they didn't have her medicated, they didn't take care of her, they didn't provide her warmth, it was all on me. And already I had enough studies and enough like so much to th so many things to fucking do already and i'm already busy but they had all the time in their lives but of course their time mattered more than mine it didn't matter if i had studies or not if i planned to go out or not if i planned to take care of the cat or not it just didn't matter my job was to be the fucking slave i had to take care of the cats that they bring or that come over anyway um, and it was a job that I wasn't even paid for, so, yeah. So, they then had to get rid of Pamela. Then finally came Black, and she was the most adorable kitten. Uh, she grew up and was playful and joyful and affectionate and just, just like any other kitten, you know. Um, I don't really remember this time how, but I think this time they... I don't even know. Like, one day I came home and she wasn't there, and I think I wasn't really surprised at the time when they got rid of her when they, when they also got out of black, but um, I think it was because I wasn't even surprised anymore. Like, if they did it, it would be something out of the ordinary. Um, unfortunately, I that's why you see me remember what happened to Kiwi and what happened to all three, uh, the siblings of... Pamela, but don't remember much about Black. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe I just gave up. Like, they wouldn't take care. You know, abuse doesn't only revolve around, like, beating up an animal or screaming at an animal or... None of that. It... it it goes beyond, it, it's beyond, it's like, it goes to the point where they might starve the animal. They might not provide a niche to the animal where they're protected from bad weather. Uh, they will not get the animal appropriately medicated for and um, treated by a vet. Um, just like anyone who gets sick, that if they have dangerous symptoms, that they should be, that they should go to the doctor, they should go pay the doctor a visit and have themselves checked out because it's extremely important for their health. 
Another trait that I would like to highlight this time is the lack of empathy. So this literally translates the narcissist's inability to be empathic. Once Kiwi drank that spoiled milk, he was immediately thrown away. He was immediately given away. Once Pamela ate that contaminated food, um, they immediately got rid of her. Like they found, they would find any excuse, any reason to get get rid of that animal as soon as something happens to that animal. That period of time when an animal is is sick is supposed to be the time you are there for the animal. It's supposed to be the time when the animal needs you the most. And you have to provide for that animal the most in that time. Because that time is sensitive. It's it's dangerous for that animal to be in that time, to be in that state, to be weak, to throw up, to have diarrhea, to be dehydrated. And they look at, at Pamela and Kiwi and Black with disgust. And they blame it on me for not being there, for not, for being busy, for having studies, or for just not cleaning up after her or him. Creating some sort of a mess because they throw up or had diarrhea or didn't eat much because they were sick. It's sickening to me how they just took these things so lightly and it didn't even matter like that one time when i had pamela's siblings all three of them die so shortly and i didn't even i i, I didn't even have the time to to be around them make sure that they're safe and secure and fed and warm and all of that I didn't even have the time to grow them up so that maybe if they're grown, they will be given away. It's all part of the abuse. It's all part of the neglect. What's a cat for? It's for narcissistic supply. It's for the grandiosity that they cannot have enough of. It's for the attention, admiration, and validation they always seek and they always must have because they're addicted to it. And once that animal, once that poor little creature gets sick, yeah, that's it. It's time to dispose of that animal. It's as if that animal was nothing but an accessory. An accessory for them to decorate it. To put around their neck. And throw it away if it ever gets sick or something. And now it pains me to see a cat that's... Like crying in the streets and me not being able to help it even though I want to help it and feed it 
and take care of it and provide a nice warm home for it. But I can't anymore because now my narcissistic mother and covert narc dad never want to have any animals anymore. Because it's too much of a burden on them. It's either going to be me taking care of those animals or they're just going to throw them away like always. Like what they've always been doing and what they're going to do if I ever dare to disobey them and bring home a nice, beautiful, lovely, squishy, cute little animal. That provides love and joy and playfulness and adds life to the home. This house is so fucking cold and empty and narcissistic and toxic and abusive. You have no idea how much my life changed in those tiny few days where I had Kiwi, Pamela, and Black around me. I think you would too. I think your life would have changed. At least you would have some laughs that are actually genuine. You would have something, some animal to play with. Some time to sleep and chill and something to cuddle when you're sleeping. A warm heart that would love to see an animal eating just as you love eating. And a warm heart that would take care of that animal whenever it falls sick. Being there for that animal when they truly, truly need you. I cannot go back to ta- in time. If you had, if you had any experience that you might relate, uh, any of these two, you wouldn't be able to go back in time, but you would say, I think, if I can go back in time, I would most importantly take my animals to the vet and have them treated. Like that would, what that would be the first thing I do if I ever had the ability to go back in time. But what happened happened now. And that's the problem. But that's also a blessing. Because you only went through that animal abuse once, so you don't have to go through it twice, right? So maybe going through that once is already more than enough. You don't want to repeat that, do you? So, that was part of the story about animal abuse. Um, the neglect, the carelessness, the favor. Hey, and you know what? Actually, like, 
If you're also a victim of narcissistic abuse, they would also make sure that they use you as the caretaker of the animal. Your full-time job would be to take care of that animal full-time and don't have time for yourself, no. They won't take any responsibility for that because then what they can do to the outsiders looking in, to the guests coming into your house, is that they can take credit for having a cat that they are taking care of, which actually, no, you are taking care of it. But yeah, later on, it's going to be a beautiful, perfect show, a theater, a scene of them taking credit of taking care of that animal and providing for that animal. And you're standing there staring, saying to yourself, what the fuck am I listening to right now? But yeah, they do it. If ever, if they ever find a chance to take credit for whatever shit they have nothing to do with, but you do it, they will take the credit. And they'll tell you afterwards, hey, it's not up to you. You don't make the rules here. But it's really painful to have to go through these memories, unfortunately. And I hope that if you ever had to go through a similar story, that you would learn to forgive yourself. And that you would learn to pet an animal that you find in the street at least to show that you still are warm inside and you have empathy and you care. And if you find an animal crying, please don't hesitate to feed it. Even just the tiniest drops of water or milk or whatever. Just to keep it, you know, you know not so starving and not so dehydrated. I hope you can learn to forgive yourself and maybe next time compensate, but compensate for better moments and more enjoyable times and more authentic times with the future animal that you might have. And really be there for your pet when they truly need you. When they're falling sick, when they're not okay, when they have some sort of symptoms going on, when you're having suspicions that they might be falling sick, go ahead and take care of your animal as soon as possible. Because just as your health matters to you, their health matters to them as well. So, basically, take care of your animal. 
please and be there for them when they need you. So I hope you uh, learned something from this episode and enjoyed listening to it as much as I enjoyed recording it. I hope you do not hesitate to check out the links that I'll be posting in the show notes. Hopefully I'll be able to update the website, the merch, the blog, the Patreon page. I'm doing what I can, okay? I'm doing my best, and uh, if you find some tweaks, some uh, changes here and there, I'll be posting on the official Facebook page. And also, uh, the channel has a new YouTube channel, so if you'd like, go ahead and listen to a few of the old videos, uh, episodes that I transformed to videos there, um, and subscribe if you... I find them interesting to revisit them in a video version. Um, Comment down below if you have suggestions of any topics you'd like me to talk about. I'll be very happy to do them for you. Um, And uh, yeah, so also if you'd like to see this podcast thriving and doing something to your life or changing your life in any sort of shape or form or even in the tiniest ways please do not hesitate to support it and donate it it will mean the world to the podcast and definitely to more people listening in because there are so many struggles going on right now and so yeah basically the contribution have a huge role in the motivation of the podcast going on and continuing to produce more content for you so yes please if you would like to see the podcast thriving your contribution matters so much and i will be forever grateful okay um so yeah i'll see you in this is it for this episode and i'll see you in the next episode